Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey there, welcome to the show today. We are so glad and honored that you're listening today as we talk about whether or not college is actually worth it. Here's how to calculate your ROI. Oh, this should be fun. Okay, so while the thought of incurring student loan debt makes many prospective students maybe reconsider the possibility of post-secondary education, (laughs) the impact of a degree still outpaces the pain of loan debt on future financial well-being. A college degree represents a sound investment in your future earnings. Still, the financial return over a lifetime makes an undergrad education a truly sound investment. Remember, college graduates on average earn 84% more over their lifetimes compared to just high school graduates. I know we hear the stories of successful college dropouts like Bill Gates that encourage the notion that an undergraduate degree is not worth the time or money. Those entering the workforce without that degree face an uphill battle. Once hired, degreeless employees might find their lack of a degree kind of a hurdle to future promotions and raises. So, how do you know if college is worth it? Let's dive in and see. All right, so the value of college. Why do people go to college, you might be asking. There are a lot of ideals, learning, networking, building lifelong relationships, those types of things. But the truth is, college costs money. A whole lot of it. And most students are going to college because they're trying to learn skills that will allow them to earn more money after graduation. Wait, that sounds like an investment. Because it is. So students are paying money up front to see a return on investment after graduation. It's also part of the student loan crisis today. Too many students borrowed money for this investment, and the return on the investment is not quite what they expected, thus making it hard to repay the student loans they took out. So what does the data show about the value of college? Well, Most of the commonly cited pieces of data showcasing the value of college comes from the Social Security Administration. Men with bachelor's degrees earn approximately 900 grand more in median lifetime earnings than high school graduates. Women with bachelor's degrees earn $630,000 more. Men with graduate degrees earn a million and a half more in median lifetime earnings than high school graduates. Women with graduate degrees, 1.1 million more. That's a great data point, but it omits a key factor. How much did that person pay for that degree? It sounds amazing to suddenly earn $900,000 more over your lifetime, which is approximately 45 years of working after graduation. But what if you paid $900,000 for that degree? Is it worth it? Of course not. And that's the crux of the issue. What's the value of the increased lifetime earnings in today's dollars? Let's take a look at the net present value of lifetime earnings. This is where it gets eye-opening. It can also be a little bit messy uh, since we have to make some estimates, such as the rate of inflation and return. We also have to realize that not everyone is equal. Not all careers are equal, etc. But it's good to have some data points at least. So let's calculate the net present value of both 900K and 630,000 over 45 years. 
That means you graduate college at 22 and you work until you're 67. We will go ahead and use 5% return rate for our calculation. Net present value for men, $900,000 is $100,167. The net present value for women at $630,000, $70,117. With this incredibly rudimentary calculation, <laughs> we can see pretty easily the value of college. For a man, if you spend $100,000 on your college education, you'll break even over your entire lifetime. If you're a woman, that number is 70000 If you spend less, you start having a positive ROI. If you spend more than that, you have a negative ROI. Here's where it gets a little bit scary, though. What if we used a more reasonable 8% return rate? The value of college diminishes significantly. Net present value for men at 900 k 28195 The net present value for women at that 630000 mark, $19,373. The truth is, the value of college likely lies somewhere between these two calculations. But you can see it really starts to become not worth it if you spend too much money. So, how can you personally factor this into your college decision? Let's move on to calculating your college ROI. The key to deciding if college is worth it is simply to calculate your rate of return, ROI. Specifically, we're going to look at how much you should borrow to pay for college. If you pay cash for your degree, it doesn't matter if it's worth it because you're buying a luxury you can afford. Yes, I know, education shouldn't be viewed as a luxury, but the paying cash for it can be. It's only if you're going into student loan debt that it really matters. It's like buying a car to get to work. The goal is to work so you can earn money and you need a car to get there. You can buy a really cheap old car and get you from your house to work. Or you can buy a brand new Mercedes, hello. They both serve the same function, but one is much cheaper and has a better ROI. But if you have so much money and the price tag doesn't matter, buy whatever car you want. But most Americans aren't in that situation, so, we have to think critically about the costs and return on investment. So, the name of the game is to only borrow as much as makes financial sense. And that amount is, never borrow more than your expected first-year postgraduate salary. Did you catch that? Never borrow more student loan debt than you expect to earn in your first year post-graduation. So, if you plan on becoming an engineer and expect to earn $60,000 per year, don't borrow more than sixty dollars in student loan debt. If you want to be a teacher and you expect to only earn around $38,000 that first year, don't borrow more than $38,000. It's a very easy rule to understand, but boy, it can be hard to follow. There is a lot more research today to understand the ROI. For example, the Foundation for Research on Equal Opportunity recently released a bunch of data calculating the ROI on 30,000 bachelor's degrees for different schools and programs. You can see the real answer to whether college was worth it or not. You can find that research inside the link at thecollegeinvestor.com. It's right inside this article. So here's how to understand what you will earn after graduation. Yeah, this can be a tough one, but it's where you have to kind of start. 
What do you want to do after graduation and how much will you earn? When you're 17 or 18 years old, it can be impossible to know. But you can get a ballpark, and you should, especially depending on what field you want to get into. Remember, only 27% of graduates have jobs related to their major in college, but that's a good baseline of where to start. Once you have a ballpark, you can build a buffer around that. Want to go into education? See what low-end teachers make in your state. Marketing? See what marketing jobs are available. Want to be a doctor? Well, I hope you've spoken to some doctors, at least. If you don't know where to find salaries, look at sites like Glassdoor and Indeed. Both sites have salaries and company reviews, which can be helpful to understand a bit more about big companies in the industry you want to get into. Reduce tuition costs. Research in-state school tuition as well as other lower-cost programs. While the benefit of an Ivy League education could pay off in networking and career opportunities, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to overspend for those benefits. Find well-ranked, lower-tuition options. You could also opt for a hybrid of starting a community college, which is free in 30 states, and then transferring to a state school after you knock out your general ed requirements. Seek financial aid and scholarships. There's money everywhere for students of all abilities and financial backgrounds. With a little bit of legwork, it's possible to reduce ballooned school tuition to a minimal cash investment. Don't rule out working for a university. Often employee benefits include free tuition in addition to comfortable salaries. Choose to live at home or rent a low-cost apartment off campus. Reducing or eliminating room and board expenses can help limit the amount of student loans. Accelerate your studies. Take AP courses in high school or test out of entry-level courses with options like the CLEP. Pick a major and stick to the core studies to prevent spending valuable tuition money on extraneous classes. Opt to take lower-cost gen ed credit hours at community colleges. Get ahead of your investment by graduating early and on time. Extending your stay in school, you know what that does. It increases your debt and postpones your ROI. In my case, I took as many AP courses as I could, and I took the AP exam each spring. As a result, I was able to start college with sophomore standing due to the amount of credits I received from my AP classes. It makes a difference. I was able to graduate early, even though I changed my major. AP courses were the key to graduating early and saving a bit on college costs. Work through college. Don't be afraid to go out and work doing, during school. Beyond the fact that you get paid and you can use this money to offset some costs of your college, working gives you amazing skills that you can transfer to any job after college. For a lot of college students, working in retail or in a restaurant is a flexible way to find a job, while still being able to balance your school schedule. Okay, let's conclude things for today with the final question. So all that said... Is college worth it? Maybe. Like any investment, you're not really going to know until after you make it and start to realize the returns, but you can protect yourself by spending as little as possible up front. For example, mitigating the amount of student loan debt you carry with you into adult life creates a better foundation to make future investments and grow personal wealth. While there are many pathways to success, an undergraduate degree is still a good option for those looking to earn a solid living and live in financial comfort. The return on the investment 
depends on students managing money wisely, making strong career choices, and backing up their diplomas with discipline and work ethic. While incurring loan debt sets students behind non-degreed workers for the first few years of employment, the earnings potential of those with college degrees far outpaces those without. However, it only makes sense if you don't spend a lot of money on that degree in the first place. That is our show for today. I hope it was helpful to you. If you want to dig in a little bit deeper, you can find this amazing study that I talked about earlier on the Foundation for Research on Equal Opportunity. It's awesome. You can see it at thecollegeinvestor.com. Just search for college worth investment. Like Type that into the search bar and you'll see this article. You can dive in deeper. We also would love to get to know you too. You can follow us all over social media. Friend us, like us, follow us, become a fan, hit some sort of bell. I don't know, all the things. We're there. Just search for The College Investor and you'll find us. Thanks so much for stopping by and we will talk to you again real soon.